Hello, welcome to the High Council Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about a little bit of Machiavellian philosophy, but as with a sprinkle of Heaven's Mandate, one of my favorite philosophies, and essentially what the Heaven's Mandate is, is an ancient Chinese philosophy. We're talking about like the Han and the Qin dynasty, where basically Chinese emperors and rulers uh, legitimized their rule by saying, oh, I'm in this position and we're doing well, like the crops are doing well because I'm in power and it's God's will, like heavens. That's what they called it because they didn't believe in a singular God. They were polytheistic, but they said heaven is mandating my rule as in heaven sees that I'm ruling and it is happy. So we are being blessed. The land is being prosperous and everything's okay because I'm ruling. And that was the mandate of heaven. And that's the way ruling was for generations. And yeah, you want to talk about that, Alex, a little bit? How interesting that is. I find it similar to the uh, Western philosophy of manifest destiny where they're like hey god wants us to go westward yeah, and kick everyone off to someone using god to justify what doing what they want to do yeah using religion if i'm a serial killer and i say it's <laughs> that i kill 30 people that look just like you it's like well okay doesn't you're right to believe it sir <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's I a bad explanation for doing anything is god told me to i mean i don't know but the cool thing or not the cool thing the interesting thing about the mandate of heaven is that it would also backfire sometimes oftentimes the mandate of heaven would be kind of backfire material on the emperors and rulers because if a natural disaster happened let's say a flood or a drought people would say well obviously heaven you have lost favor with heaven so we should find a new ruler and oftentimes that either mean you're exiled or killed as a ruler so you've got to be very careful and you know be auspicious and uh I guess fortunate, honestly, that you get good weather and stuff. But that's when you just scapegoat it on maybe like minority population or something. That's very true. That's the old governmental tactic. And then Uh, just be like, we gotta conquer these people or kill these people or exile these people instead of me. (laughs) (laughs) You see, it's not me. It's not me that's lost favorite. It's these. Back, it's, it's that guy. This marginalized group. Yeah. I don't know. But I think that heaven definitely doesn't have much to do with what's happening here. So, yeah. It's a bad excuse. And that's why we evolved past that. Yeah, I would say that's one lucky thing centuries of you know people being ruled some would say uh unlegitimately like you know without people's say so people started thinking critically and like wait a minute why are you in charge i've never seen men in the sky 
I've never seen this mandate of heaven, nor are you um, really listening to what I have to say. Because oftentimes it would be peasants who would have to make the food and also fight in the wars that the emperors would be waging, which is unfortunate. Yeah. But that's where all the badass stories come from. All the cool war stories. stories. Yeah. <laughs> there are no These wars. There are no war stories. Right? Wow. So you're saying that suffering we're... has to ha- yeah, had to we're... has significance. Yeah, if just you don't enjoy that. the war stories... Wait, why can't we just make them up? Say, we could have made them up. Well, I would say it would be wrong to not enjoy the war stories because it would... Uh, not disingenuous, not like uh, disenfranchised, but it would perhaps belittle uh, the events. And, you know, I would say you might as well get the most out of whatever <laughs> event you can. <laughs> So, oh my gosh, this yeah, is like saying yeah, World War yeah. I, it was a good thing to have it because we got all that World George, War I yeah, We got all the good propaganda from that. <laughs> you might as well I mean, be Someone had to know what that Trump's life was like. Yeah, someone had to get hit with mustard gas. <laughs> now we know no. that we shouldn't be hit with mustard gas. Yeah, we know what that should have like. Now we have like Picasso's Guernica. That wouldn't have happened without a couple world wars. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. So, what you're saying is World War Three. Let's get it. I mean, we have been pretty close lately. Iran and someone very, versus Israel and us. Very recent ceasefires happening. Which is but good. isn't it interesting how the mandate of heaven is like literally what Israel is like? That's their. Like, as to why, like, why are you occupying this space and why don't you just let Palestinians, like, live within your borders? And they're like, uh, God. <laughs> You'll find that, like, that's another reason why I love it. You'll find that, like, it's often, if you basically strip it out of it, it's often a similar reason. <laughs> like I said with the whole um, Western, uh, what you call it, the Western... Uh, expansion oh manifest destiny. yeah manifest destiny thank you they literally used their religion as an explanation and uh uh more than an explanation though I'm trying to think of the word uh, reasoning i guess or it's like it has to be done they're like it's literally it's a must i forget the word but if you know Feel free to comment down and, uh, you know, in the comments if you're listening. I really am forgetting more. Oh, well. The point is, if you look at history, the super religious people, like the Crusades, is another great example. They're using their mandate of heaven to go and very similarly occupy the land that was, you know, being used by quote-unquote Palestinian or like Iranian people and most of the time it was unsuccessful they had some successes I think it was the second one that was successful but yeah most of the time you will find religion being the cause or like the reasoning for 
some pretty wild things where you're like, hey, I don't, I didn't, I thought the religion said not to do that, but I well, guess. Well, that's because, yeah. <laughs> I guess it's okay for him to do it. No, nah, but that's when, like, religion, like, as soon as a spiritual practice becomes a religion, like, now it's, like, become, like, it's moving from spiritual to, like, completely political. And it's all about just, like, how people on, are organizing themselves and distributing power and, like, fucking drawing boundaries about the in-group and the out-group and why we need to conduct ourselves in certain ways. Not only that, that, but often it's, like, hypocritical where, have you heard all the stories of where, you know, like, a preacher is preaching, like, you know, abstinence or whatever, then gets caught, like, at the gangbang, like, the local (laughs) gangbang or whatever, and that, like, local preacher found that threesome orgy or whatever. Oh, oh, gosh. How could we have seen this? How could we have not seen this coming? Yeah, that does happen a lot. Or, like, you know, get it, like, cheating on his wife or whatever. But, uh... Well, that's just obvious, though. (laughs) Obvious? (laughs) Yeah. That's just obvious. I suppose. Like, the most homophobic person has to be, like, a little gay. Are you saying like... there's a little bit of a imprint? Imprint? Is that the phrase? Like, you're imprinting or... Projecting. Projecting, thank you. Oh, my gosh. I'm just losing my words today. Like I said on the last podcast, we're recording at night, so... Night is my kryptonite. I'm not a night person. So, what were you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) You were talking about people projecting. And I was saying that was obvious. (laughs) What does that say about me? (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's just very interesting how religion is used. And, oh, I was going to say, not only is it using your power to gain you know influence and stuff but it's also money too you remember the first time i'll never forget the first time i was in church and i realized the thing that they were passing around was donations for and like people were just putting money in there and it wasn't going to jesus i remember (laughs) i was like wait that was like one of the last times i went to church i was like wait a minute we're literally paying to be here and i was tempted to get up right there i was like i uh, understand the concept but i mean you don't have to donate yeah i know but the implication (laughs) is that the implication yes i mean yeah that is. even if you have a dollar it can go to jesus that's what they say I mean, the church is Jesus, right? So there you go. Yep, and then you get all your money going to the church, all your time and devotion. That's wonderful. But that also brings me to that show that I've never watched called, um, I forget what it's called. It's like Million Dollar Preachers or whatever. It just, you know, follows the life of all these mega million dollar, as you could assume, preachers. That have literal private jets and like mansions because they preach the good. Because they're gospel. trapping in the name of Jesus. <laughs> I guess. They're trapping Jesus. They're, yeah, I was going to say they're trapping actual Jesus, though. They're trapping Jesus' name. Yeah. And it's very effective. I People should, can't get enough. Like, if hell exists, they definitely all <laughs> But God that's, wanted me to have this second funny. Lambo. Yeah, he did. he did. He did. If he didn't, I wouldn't have, have it. it. There you the, go. The, the, <laughs> exactly. We bring it all I back. Mean, if God didn't want me to, to be, not be. If God rich. didn't want me to be on this private jet, he would shoot it down. <laughs> <on the sky. laughs> he would strike me down. No, he did not. 
Not today. Exactly. I'm working in the name of the Lord. If you want us to have a private jet, feel free. Do you want a private jet? Why, uh, bro? Why do you need a PJ? I don't think I need that. How much gas and money? Yeah, I was gonna say just to fly one person. Honestly, no, no, it wouldn't just be me, bro. Well, you get some rides. (laughs) (laughs) Just anyone, just one person. Like if if you're not carpooling jets, (laughs) then that shit is just so like not like environmentally. Friendly, friendly. I mean, like, jets alone, not that exactly. That's what I'm saying. And you're not gonna carpool that. I, you know, I take it with other people who like are commercial airplanes. Like, yeah, is it, I mean, it's, it's like a better option. It's not I mean, better not option. better. It's I was gonna say more environmentally friendly option. That's what I mean. Uh, like better, but like, yeah, I definitely don't want to be sandwiched between two chuckle fucks and. So then go in first class, like bro. Have you seen the first class ticket prices? (laughs) Exactly. Well, I mean, PJs cost more than that. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Well, if you're gonna get a private jet, why not just get? The reason why is because they want to, you know, you're because you're Epstein and you can't do what Epstein does on. It's a chill, bro. (laughs) On on, in first class, but you can do it on a private jet, basically. Basically. Yeah, I mean, have you heard about all the stories about celebrities like smoking literal blunts on the private planes? I mean, yeah. yeah. The I, all the rappers I follow on Instagram do that shit every day. Not every day. It's time for Maybe my daily private jet ride in blunt. <laughs> that would be the life. I'm telling you, that'd be interesting. If you just had that much money. I don't know. I don't need all that shit. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, I don't need it, but it'd be interesting. To have. I don't want it. Wow, you gotta manifest, bro. You gotta be fiending. It's like <laughs> I want to manifest stuff, but I don't need no private jet. Um, sorry to break it to you. <laughs> I'm sorry to say you might not ever get a private jet, Alex, in your life. That might, that might be surprising. That's okay. But better you hear now. But if you but if it's like, God's will, then yeah. If Benny you would will. like to prove that it's God's will, feel free to donate. Uh, donate to hundred mil. Uh, we have cash up. It's dollar sign. Elon won't because Elon won't be helping us anytime soon. So feel free to help us. Um, yeah, and we appreciate the listen if you've made it this far. We'd also appreciate a like if you like this kind of. Uh, Wait, we didn't talk about Machiavelli. Oh my gosh, I'm so forgetful today yeah machiavelli so machiavelli also instead of mandate of heaven saying that heaven should be the deciding factor on rulers machiavelli said that it should be the people essentially where you shouldn't be doing anything that the people as a general populace don't like like let's say just killing random peasants. You shouldn't do that as a ruler. Like in the 1500s, he is writing this and he's saying you shouldn't do that. But maybe harshly punishing peasants that break the law, maybe you should do that because it will uh, instill some fear, which is better than people hating you. And he also, you know, stated or commented basically that you can be loved or feared but you shouldn't be hated because people will rebel if they hate you. And basically, like me and Alex were just talking about, he's 
saying that you should you govern all your decisions by what the best thing would be for the state and also aka the people so i mean if it's what's best for the people to have cameras at every street corner on some 1984 type shit i guess it could be argued that that's very machiavellian <laughs> i mean go to china and you'll see and that's basically the case but yeah Alex, what do you think about that I mean, I feel like we need to move past states, people. It's time. A stateless world where it's just brothers and sisters making the world go round. Hear me out. I mean, that is pretty interesting because, yeah, I've been pretty recently, I mean, the past couple of years, I've just been thinking, you know, we're all basically the same we are literally the same species keeping petty uh squabbles uh, about like race and stuff like that yeah i realize that they're very big issues like people would get murdered over <laughs> race and whatnot and certain minute details like in the grand scheme of things but yeah i just realized more i'm just because i've always been you know I would like to think not racist, but just I've just noticed how up uptight and just upset and just how much energy people have to put into hating someone or something, you know, like a certain group of people. And just how much energy I've saved and just not even gained, just I don't know, it feels like I've gained it to be honest, just not caring. Just being like, hey, I don't care. Who, where you're, who you are, where you're from. I care like what you do, basically. Or I care who you are, not where you're from or what you look like, basically. So yeah, total switch up. <laughs> Me a little switcheroo. But uh, yeah, and I would recommend just caring less people, and it'll make you happier. I promise. But like, yeah. So that, I guess, is good. Especially, I, I don't know, I feel like racism and all that shit and anything that, like, people are putting too much energy into that they shouldn't is, like, helping the state, like, exist and, like, pretend that it's actually doing state. something. Serious? Well, yeah, because that's what we were talking about. Oh, yeah, my bad. I was <laughs> tangents. My bad. Uh, yeah, I mean, the state, states have always existed, though. Like, Have I mean, they? not always. The first civilization... Machiavelli Egypt, was in a time where it was, like, the states were, like, starting to actually, like, form into actual countries and shit. Or, like, well, he was on, like, the verge of that. That's what he wanted. But, like, right now it was just, like, you know, a king and, like, his, you know, there were, the like, land there he owned and could defend. Like, king, there was, like, a king and like his family the nobles and like in nobles around them who also own land and then yeah, and and then, yeah, yeah. And then people would fight over it but i was gonna say like you could be technical about states and be and say that that was there, a state. There, that was that those are states or whatever but the states have existed forever like the first civilization could be a state like the state is just like a, a city yeah like it's just a like a hub of people where laws are you know governing this place and everyone is expected to follow them and a couple other things like uh, maybe set up religion and maybe some food storages certain things like 
define you as a city or like a quote-unquote state well maybe to be a state you need more than one city like a city in couple towns or whatever but you know what i'm trying to say like ancient china had states and like the warring states period and ancient china was a period in which three basically big ass factions fought over unification of china and also the sengoku jidai the or states created in Japan, where all the like provinces basically had their own leaders, and they would fight. To be and that shit was dumb. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was pretty dumb. It was badass though to <laughs> to learn about. It was a very cool period in history. But it was just because they like had to have someone that was a in leader. Charm. Yeah, they like they could have unified it without going to war. Probably not. I mean, yeah, probably, but I. The problem was everyone's differing philosophies. That's why philosophy is important, folks. But uh, <laughs> the real problem was no one could agree on who should be the real leader. And they believed so much that another person should be leader that they're willing to die for. And other people were also willing to die for. More like convinced, more like conscripted. people were, yeah, forced to die for that <laughs> uh, shit. Either you're dying <laughs> right now, you're, yeah, you're dying, dying right now, me. you're dying for me in the, yeah. on the field. Yeah, I'm you're about. dying for me now or later. It's like, oh shit, sign me up. <laughs> exactly. And that's why states are like oppressive things. Well, it depends because the state can provide certain benefits that I feel like. Uh, just, you know, the average person cannot provide. I'm not saying people shouldn't live together and, like, cooperate, but I'm saying, like, saying, like, drawing a line on a map or, like, over a mountain or any artificial barrier and being like, okay, this side like, is You're not this, allowed to be here. <laughs> and this side is that, yeah. And, like, yeah, that's it's just so dumb. Like, it's actually dumb. I mean, yeah, it's very, like, I'm agreeing that, yeah, when you go actually... It's like kids in a sandbox being like, my side, your side. Prospectors, your jobs are useless, basically. That's what we're saying. Uh, I agree that it is it is useful in, you know, many aspects, obviously. But, you know, a lot of things, a lot of conflicts have been, have arisen because of border disputes, you know. As you know, North Korea and South Korea, classic example of a literal, literal wars being potentially started over a line and where it is and where people not. Yeah, but it's also like that is because two, like that's just two countries, like, or two power or regimes like fighting for control of a certain place. So, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, that. Is. But then, if you eliminate states, then you're not fighting over. And you don't have power struggles like that. that. Like there shouldn't be power struggles in a stateless society, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> you're asking me. Yeah. I mean, because what are you struggle? Like who? What is like? What is propelling the struggle? Yeah. There's no. There's no power to be gained because there's no state. So it's like, why would you struggle over that? Well, yeah, I guess the question would be uh, the point of the state mainly is protection and just insurance for worst case scenarios like hashtag stimmy gang. <laughs> stimmy gang? <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so certain stuff like that, I would say the state is extremely useful, but yeah, when they're hassling you about silly laws, oh, that's another thing that I want to talk about, which I feel like, uh, I wanted to say this in maybe another episode, but, uh, one of the things that I 100% agree with that a lot of other philosophers have talked about is just how in order to have a success, oh my gosh, a successful state. You need to have laws that are reasonable, like that people can agree with. Like if you have a law that no one takes seriously, and you can't really take the state seriously or the city, you know? Hmm. And that's why certain laws, like the marijuana laws, are, you know, being broken so often because it's not considered serious. And so people are choosing not to do it because it's not seen as a, like, a viable offense or like you know a serious offense hmm. yep dumbass laws are gonna make the state seem it's illegitimate gonna, yeah undermine it's like authority and legitimacy yeah but i don't know i feel like can you have laws i feel like you can have laws without states somehow well i have a personal philosophy that i could make a whole episode probably not about and it's a totally non-original philosophy but i call it the good neighbor philosophy where you just think about if you were your neighbor how would you want to act like and this could go down or i like to think of it as an everyday type of thing so say i'm walking and like i'm in this bag of chips uh and i'm done with them do i a just drop them on the ground or be like crumble it and keep it in my pocket. Mm-hmm. If I was a pretty shit neighbor, I would just drop it on my lawn or like my neighbor's lawn or whatever. Mm. And, and I would honestly hate that if I was the person who saw it or just, yeah, who just saw it one day waking up, just seeing a bag of chips on my lawn. But I would appreciate someone who wouldn't do that and just kept the bag of chips, you know? So I'm going to do that because that's the expectation and the behavior that I would want to receive. You know, it's just very simple things that every religion essentially (laughs) preaches, but it's just when you frame it that way, I feel like it's better or just, it's simpler. Just saying, hey, uh, shit. And I feel like I do this with everything. Like I don't walk on people's lawns because I wouldn't want someone to walk on my grass, you know? Just simple stuff like that, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like lawns are stupid, too. But lawns are nice to look at, though. But they're a waste of space. And are water. They, and, like... Are they a waste of space? Because they look yeah. nice, and I'd much rather have a grass than concrete. <laughs> like, would you rather have a... Like, people, like, like we're literally water. wasting water on, like, watering lawns. I mean, that bro, just are People like, are wasting more water on meat consumption than their lawns. Lawns are just that. as bad. Literally, all these lawns out here, bro. Yeah. Did you know how much water it, it takes, takes to feed meat. all the meat that people eat? Shit tons. I mean, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. I feel like lawns are just like. <laughs> lawns are not the number one enemy. They're just like bomb, bro. I love lawns, though. Like, I love we could be doing too. stuff with. Like, okay, at least grow some shit on it. Like, yeah, literally, I mean, all you okay, have is, like, some grass, grass is pretty boring, yeah. 
not boring, but just a waste. Like another person could be living off of there with this. Bro, so. <laughs> having someone to live on here for a long No way. I don't know. Stateless and people living on front lawns, bro. Bro. Exactly. That's how it should be. If I just want to set up a little, you know, little little tent on this lawn, bro, I should be able to do a little community <laughs> here, right? A little commune. Hey, what's right up, in up from our clay. Be like, yo, you don't need this big ass lawn. We move it in. I mean, yeah, I'm thinking about the parallel between our lawn and, like, you know, someone on the other side of town's lawn. That would be a very large difference in lawns. And hey, we're coming up on a little bit of a longer episode, so I appreciate, or we appreciate the listen. And yeah, feel free to like and follow and share if you liked and would like to share. And if you want to be part of the High Council, feel free. Uh, Yeah. Bye.